Okay, back after a very long pandemic break. Last time we recorded this, as we just talked, was pre-pandemic. Goal of these podcasts is to answer four questions every two weeks, have a touch in on the business, let people know what's going on. So let's just get started. We have four questions today. First question, I'll ask you first, Andy, life updates since the last recording. Wow, okay. So the big one on my end is my wife, Meredith, and I had a second child. So Henry was born in December of 2020 and pretty crazy. We got pregnant very early in the pandemic and experienced an entire pregnancy during the pandemic. In terms of we were in Atlanta and in terms of travel, we really stayed put. The first few months were pretty good, very chill, beautiful weather. We were hanging out in Atlanta and it started to get pretty rough when we realized this was a long haul kind of thing. Went to a local beach, did some local travel, but because Meredith being pregnant and the concerns around pregnancy and COVID, we, we stayed pretty tight. And then once we had the baby, it was kind of the peak of the pandemic and kind of towards the end of a few months away from vaccination. So we have really stayed very local. I have been on one plane since I got vaccinated, but for the most part, just hanging tight at home. I'm excited for hopefully post-pandemic life. It's been good though. Atlanta's opened up and people are pretty relaxed here and, you know, for better or for worse. What about you, Will? How was your pandemic? I, terrible. I, I mean, amazing and terrible. The pandemic is terrible. <laughs> like it's just, I think you had the comment, we talked once, I think we self-rationalize as humans and we all got into the pandemic and we're on lockdown and everyone thinks this isn't so bad. It's not a big deal being inside. And then as we started coming back to the office, both Andy and I are in and industrious right now, different cities. I think we both had this feeling of, wow, like it, life pre-pandemic was better. I Way certainly better. feel that way. Yeah, uh, it was tough. 2020, I did a lot. I was in San Francisco. For most of it, we left and spent a good amount of time in the summer in Chicago, which is where Elizabeth's from. We went back to San Francisco, bought a car, broke our lease, drove across the country, stopped in the mountains, Utah, which was awesome and a cool experience, but not generally happy, I would say. And then the winter came and a real turnaround for me was my friend got married in Miami. And at that point I had caught COVID, I was post COVID. So I felt pretty good about being at the wedding and just seeing all of my friends again and being at an event really was a highlight of the year. Then we lived in Chicago for the winter, moved to New York, sold our car for a profit. And that's been, that's, that was my pandemic experience. And now I'm in New York and loving it so far. Gotcha. One other announcement or no? Yeah, so that leads really well into question two, which is we raised money and what changed. The last podcast, we were actually talking about being bootstrapped. So what changed that we decided let's go raise some money? Yeah, I think there are a bunch of silver linings to 2020 and the pandemic. And one of them, I was talking to a new hire this morning. One of them is that everything that had a tailwind at the beginning of 2020 before the pandemic received a really massive boost, whether that was online ordering or restaurant business models, evolutions, the evolving landscape of cloud kitchens, et cetera. So the market just totally shifted and the world shifted and everything became direct to consumer for a period of time. And I don't think we're going to see it. We're seeing a bit of a reversion back to the mean, but not nearly where we were pre-pandemic. And I think that put us in a position, one, we hired an amazing sales guy, Dave, and Dave came in and helped us really accelerate sales and kind of our reach. And then two, we just felt like there's a huge opportunity in front of us to help local food businesses 
capture the membership business model and to have stronger, more durable businesses. And that requires capital and requires talent. And we really want to invest and and build a business that has a lot of scale and a lot of impact. And in order to do that, we felt like we needed at least some capital. Yeah, that that's what it is in my mind. I think we felt like we were underperforming the opportunity where we saw this market and this product and thought if we could hire the right people, we can really build an amazing product and an amazing go-to-market strategy and help a ton of businesses take advantage of this new business model, which is you don't need a retail space to sell food locally. You don't need to be on marketplaces or use DoorDash and Uber Eats to find customers. You can build an audience yourself as long as you're able to retain those customers. So it's a new world and we want to deliver a software that helps local businesses build this kind of business model. And so the timing was right. To tie up, we, we, we finished raising some money in April and have been working on hiring people and growing the team and finishing Bottle 2.0 since then. Which I think... We'll come back to it, but I think Bottle 2.0 probably deserves its own podcast and the evolution of the product into 2.0, but we'll future podcast opportunity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll ask you the next question. It kind of is a lead off. What is the most exciting thing about Bottle right now? The speed at which I would say both the quality and the speed of the output of the company is increasing, which is really exciting. That's a function of the people that we're bringing on board. It's been so much fun meeting people, talking to people, working with more people, figuring out who we should hire. I definitely speak for both of us. I think when we say we love everyone who we're working with now, and I'm just really excited about how talented everybody is and how bought in everyone is to the product. And as a result, the quality of the product we're able to put out and the speed at which we're able to put it out is really exciting and a huge breath of fresh air versus where it felt like we were a year ago. Yeah, agree completely. When I think about it, it's exciting that we're launching 2.0, but it's really exciting to have a team to do it with, to start to come in every day and, and to be surrounded by really smart, caring, interesting people has been an awesome experience going from a team of three smart, caring, interesting people to now a team of about 10 and hopefully growing that in the next few months. It's been really, really awesome. I agree. It's been, it's so much fun working with everyone. And quick update, Alicia is coming on board full-time officially, which is super exciting. She's been building both front-end apps, obviously, and Matt and Hannes have been full-time for a few months now and their energy and experience has been awesome. And then starting this month, Daria is working part-time as a light PM front-end developer. I think it's going to be able to contribute some really cool code and contribution to the product. Yeah. On the sales, marketing, non-technical side, Ava just joined as a BDR. And then we have our lifers, Dave and Chelsea, Dave and sales and Chelsea and success. It's just really cool to have kind of a full small team right now. Hoping to add a few more BDRs and sales folks as well in the coming weeks. Yeah. All right, goals goals for August. I'll let you kick this one off, Will. All right, the big one is getting 2.0 live. We have customers waiting on it. We've been working on it for months, and we're really close. It would be great to have the checkout product in production at the end of these two weeks, the current sprint that we're in. And then in the two weeks after that, we work on getting the dashboard, which is what the merchants use 
to configure their store settings and everything live the following Friday. And then to give ourselves a buffer one more week after that, ready to have someone actually onboard the product, add products in their dashboard, choose a billing plan, launch a store, accept an order. That would be by Friday, August 27th. So that's the big August goal on the product side. A few smaller goals that would support and lead into that. One is getting our Scrum and Agile set up in a more stable place. This is our first two-week sprint post the last big push. And we're setting up Zenhub, moving toward uh, ranking issues, having sprint planning every two weeks. So having a better system in place uh, by the end of this month as we toy around with it, huge goal. Another is end-to-end automated testing for the API endpoints using Postman, which we're close on, and that'll just make front-end development a lot faster. And third big uh, goal is for Daria to contribute a feature, a significant feature to the code base. She actually already submitted a pull request and has fixed a bug in the app, but it would be wonderful if she could build and ship a feature this month. Cool. On the kind of marketing sales side, two projects I'm really excited about. One is beginning to work with a marketing agency with an, with a small agency out of Boston and the principal there's name is Ben and very excited about digging in with Ben and starting to think about a paid media strategy and SEO and content that can help us broaden our reach. So we'll hopefully kick that off by the end of August. That's the goal. And that project is actually dependent on a more even more exciting project, which is we're rebuilding our marketing splash page so that we can accurately communicate our narrative and talk about memberships and talk about how we can help local food and beverage businesses businesses as a starting point. So hoping to be in the final set of revisions on the designs, we'll, we'll do some branding work with the agency we're working with on the marketing side at the beginning of August. And then Hopefully by the end of the month, we'll at least have some designs and hopefully be close to going into production of those that page. And then on the sales side, very excited for Dave's taking a nice break, a two-week break to go kind of do something professionally exciting for him on the drumming side. And I'm excited over the next two weeks in August and also the last two weeks in August when Dave comes back to really have Ava begin to do a lot of outbound, to be in a place where she's ready to really contribute to our outbound strategy and then to Dave to kind of take on like a proper full cycle AE role where he's hopefully getting some meetings from Ava and also doing prospecting and spending a lot of time with demos. And the result of all of that, and the exciting thing already is the amount of backlog and interest we have for 2.0, but the result of the August sales activity should align quite well with the 2.0 launch where we should have a pretty big set of pent up demand with 200 to 500 outbounds. I expect to have a pretty solid book of demand for 2.0 and that will be Exciting to see how much traction we get on the sales side for 2.0 ahead of launch. Awesome. This was pretty painless and fun to do. Hopefully the goal is that we do these every two weeks, although we might do one next week when Andy's in New York uh, and break our schedule and then go two weeks from there. Love it. All right. This was fun.